Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that was up late last night. And had to text each other and say, I'm going to be late. <laughs> My name is Greg Tever. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll just in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's our Josh Spores. <laughs> That's a high compliment. She's Ashley Pickle. <laughs> One that you might have doubted coming in, but uh, finished pretty strong. <laughs> That's actually like, pretty stinking when I accurate. Could finally, when I could finally form a cogent thought this morning, I was like, Josh Spores pitched a seven-out save in a World Series clincher. He had an ERA in the fives. Oh, I literally kept looking at Mallory, and I was like, Leclerc? Leclerc? The, the, and then I was like, Leclerc? We don't, no, we don't need Leclerc. No, they just kept doing it. And like, I kept waiting for that too. And then you look up and there's two outs in the yeah. ninth and you're like, wait what a second. What happened? Anyway, we're all getting statues. <laughs> uh, today is Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Three weeks from Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving season. Things couldn't be better. Uh, happy birthday to Lord, I don't know, who was born today. Do you have any people who were, who were born today? The World Series winning um, Texas Rangers. Sure, yes, I- yes. Entering their new era. Uh, today is the... Oh, 
Happy birthday to Nelly. Oh, Solon. No, Hanhan. A St. Louis. <laughs> Uh, it is episode 1,684. On today's show, folks, big show. Big, big, big show. We got the top 10 Texas high school games for week 11 of the Texas high school football season. We'll be joined by the head coach of the Salina Bobcats, Bill Elliott, will join us live ahead of their big game against Frisco Panther Creek coming up this week. And then the picks, my high school football predictions for week 11, the final week of the regular season uh, here on Texas football today. Do we first four through the door? Uh yes. Oh no. We do. I was trying to text you to text me coach's number. Ah, <laughs> as we that. produce on the yep. fly here. Uh, but first four was jersey number sixty nine, big jiggly water <sighs> yes. balloons. Aaron Arbuckle and Daniel Agnew. It, it, welcome in, friends. You just keep winning. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's just this. This could not be a better day. Really, <laughs> truly. Um, it's just big day. All right, pickle. The final week of the Texas high school ball regular season is here. That's it is upon us. A lot of games tonight. A lot of games tonight. Uh, and and there are a lot of games that are um, have major implications. We've got a, a, a an article up on TexasFootball.com about the win and end games. And so, uh, but this, these are not those. There are some implications in some of these games, but I just want to go for the bangers. These are the games, the best games of the week. My picks for the top 10 Texas high school football games of the week. Let's go to the graphic. We will start, believe tonight? Tonight? Yes. In Melissa, Coach Kenny Deal Stadium as the Lovejoy Leopards. Visit the Melissa Cardinals for the District 758 Division 2 crown. It's a top 10 matchup in 5A Division 2. Um, I mentioned this in the picks video, so I won't I won't spoil it. But like these are two programs that like because they're, in my opinion, a lot better than the rest of their district, mm-hmm. we just haven't talked about in like seven weeks. No. Uh, but suddenly they're gonna come and, and line it up. What I'm very interested in is can Lovejoy slow down the running game for Melissa with Nathan Odajokun, and how does Melissa's secondary match up with what is still one of the very best receiving cores in the state with Lovejoy, with Dalen McCutcheon, Jalen Lott, etc., with Hondo Franklin slinging the ball. Fantastic game there, Melissa and Lovejoy. Then, let's go out east. 7 o'clock Friday night in Timpson. The District 11 2A Division 1 title is on the line. It is one of two matchups of unbeatens across the state of Texas as the number 9 Garrison Bulldogs take on the number 1 Timpson Bears. Uh, Garrison very quietly putting together a 9-0 run for Coach Brandon Alvarez's squad. Their one-two punch at the running back spot with a Marion Raspberry and Javian Black is scary. Almost 12 yards a carry. Uh, nearly 40 touchdowns per game combined between them. They are awesome, and their defense is giving up just eight points per game. This is their biggest test of the, of the year because it's the number one team in the state, and, and you know what they're about. Terry Bussey's been great, but do not overlook guys like J.J. Barner and Amari Bruton. This Timpson team is serious, and uh, a 10-0 season would be a huge feather in the cap for uh, Timpson. I believe it would be their, I believe it would clinch. Let me make sure about this. You're listening to live coverage of me looking something up. This would mean this would be Timpson's fourth consecutive undefeated regular season, which would mean that Terry Bussey never lost a regular season game yep. if they win this game. Keep an eye on that one. Who's the last person to do that? Kyler? Regular season? Yeah. I'm sure there have been other teams He's, that have done yeah. four straight, like 
Arlington, but it's certainly an accomplishment. Yeah. Certainly if they could do that, but uh, a big challenge for them as they take on Garrison. Then let's go to the Houston area uh, in uh, in Humble. A top, another kind of under the radar matchup as the number 11 Umble Atascacita Eagles take on the number nine Umble Summer Creek Bulldogs. Now, this is a this is a, a really interesting matchup for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons it's not an interesting matchup is that there's nothing on the line here. Uh, this is only bragging rights, Umble ISD bragging rights, but it's a huge, huge, huge game. Um, Atascacita looking to bounce back after getting drilled last week by North Shore. Zion Brown has been sensational overall, their quarterback, but this is a very different test against a, a Summer Creek team that is going to lean on their defense, led by Xavier Atkins. This is a game, and, and then by the way, they got an outstanding running back in Lloyd Avant. This team is really special, the Summer Creek team, and I am interested. I think that they are on that short list, depending on where Katie goes. They're certainly on that short list of, of Division Two, Region Three contenders, and I want to see if they can take down Atascacita. Uh, a fascinating matchup here between Summer Creek and Atascacita for HISD bragging rights. Not a ton on the line as far as uh, playoff implications are concerned, but a huge, huge game regardless. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. How about that? Then, let's go to Frisco. Frisco. We will be talking with the head coach of the Salina Bobcats here in a moment, uh, the number two Salina Bobcats, as they visit Frisco Panther Creek. The District 7-4 Division One title is on the line, and you want to talk about a disparity in pedigree. Mm-hmm. Salina, one of the most decorated programs in Texas high school football. Uh, they are 9-0. They are rolling. They have been fantastic. Their quarterback, Knox Porter, has been great. A pair of running backs in Logan Gutierrez and, and Harrison Williams. And their defense is always very stout, especially against the run. Then you have Frisco Panther Creek who is in their second varsity season, I believe. (laughs) Um, And Panther Creek has been absolutely spectacular with quarterback Braxton Roberts and Christian Trickett. They throw the ball all around. Uh, This is a uh, a Trickett, Christian Trickett, one of the more underrated receivers in the state. He's got more than 20 touchdowns on the year. He has been exceptional. The question is going to be, can they have balance to make this Salina defense work? That's the real question that I've got in mind. So Salina and Panther Creek, huge game. We'll talk with the head coach, Bill Elliott, coming up here in just a moment. Then let's go to the coast. Uh, They're in Ganado. As the Ganado Indians take on the Refurio Bobcats in a really intriguing matchup uh, and for a district championship. We haven't talked a ton about Ganado, but they are 8-1 entering this season, entering this game, and they have been really stout defensively. Mm-hmm. Defense has been excellent, and they've got a quarterback. Uh, the junior quarterback, Bryce Ullman, has been really fun to watch. He's got a big kind of like great group of receivers there, uh, guys like Landon Hicks, guys like Austin Pena. They have a they are, and they are very young. All these teams, this team is almost entirely comprised of underclassmen. Mm-hmm. But they're taking on Refurio, a team that is uh, the number two team in the state for a reason. They have that one loss back to uh, 
to Hitchcock back in non-district play. Uh, but since then, they have been absolutely rolling. And what I love about this Refurio team is that they have a number of different ways that they can beat you. You know about Ernest Campbell, but they have so many different weapons on that team that they can get out in space. Can Ganado contain the speed of Refurio? That's the real question in this one. I'm interested to see the line play here, too, because yep. like that's what Refurio's line was so young last year. That's mm-hmm. what needed to take that step forward. And Ganado's pretty big up front. Yeah. Most certainly. Keep an eye on that one. Then, let's go out east to Tyler as a top 10 matchup in 4A Division One as the Chapel Hill Bulldogs welcome in the Kilgore Bulldogs in a game that has become kind of a, 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 a real, like, these two teams have become to know each other really well. They played mm-hmm. twice last season, and Ch- and. Chapel Hill beat Kilgore twice last season, but this is a very hot Kilgore team. They're on an eight-game winning streak when they lost the opener and a close one to Carthage, but since then they have been rolling, and they look excellent. Quarterback Derek Williams has been very good. P.J. Wiley, Jaden Sanders have been excellent. as He had a kickoff return for a touchdown last week. And one of the things about Kilgore, they have one of the very best secondaries in 4A, taking on a Chapel Hill squad that had that kind of uh, surprising loss to Lindale, but got their wheels back on uh, recently to meet Demetrius Brisbane, their quarterback, Ricky Stewart, their running back. Um, a lot of this is going to come down to the defense for Chapel Hill because that's what's ultimately going to tell the tale. And what I'm interested in this one is Kilgore's a big physical ball club, and Chapel Hill has had trouble with big physical ball clubs. Lindale did it to them. Bernie did it to them. Can Kilgore bully them, or will Chapel Hill stand up in the trenches? Keeping an eye on that one out east. Top 10 matchup, Chapel Hill and Kilgore. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Then go to the Golden Triangle. Down in Silsby. Uh, and if you are into prospects, do I have the game for you? Mm-hmm. The District 9-4A Division II title uh, is up for grabs, at least a share of it for Jasper, as the Jasper Bulldogs visit the Silsby Tigers. And this game has got dudes. Okay, so Jasper does have three losses, but they're all pretty, three pretty decent losses. Um, and they are starting to find their way. And, and I think that, that Kendrick Crumity squad is really rounding into form. That's one thing that I, I think is is impressive about them. They're getting better as the season goes on. They're big and physical and mean and play tough defense. How do they handle the athleticism and playmaking ability of Silsby with, of course, Draylon Miller, but also Ashton Cartwright, Trey Trey Kibbles. This team is absolutely loaded. Furthermore, I want to see Ty Anthony Smith, the outstanding linebacker for Jasper. How do they utilize him against this kind of wide-open Silsby team? Very interested in watching him. He's one of the very best players in the state. Jasper and Silsby, a huge game down there in Southeast Texas. Then... Have a little six-man action as a top 10 matchup for a district title is on the line as the number one Benjamin Mustangs visit the number 10 Kroll Wildcats in a matchup for the District 6-1A Division 2 crown. We talk about Benjamin a lot. Uh, they've got Grayson Rigdon. He's Superman. He's the best player in, in six-man football. That's not really an opinion. Kroll does have the one loss on the year back in non-district play uh, they lost to no- they lost to Knox City who's the number 2 team in 1A division 1A division 1 
But since then, they have been rolling. And I think Mitchell Parsley, who's still a very young man because I covered him in Texas when I was was here at this job. This team has been very strong uh, since then. And I think that they are going to have an opportunity to give Benjamin a run. Specifically, I think their defense has been playing very well. Of late, they've got Austin Hernandez, their running back, who they're going to lean on. And Angel Escalante, who I think is a playmaker as well. Keep an eye on this one. Big top 10 matchup in 1A Division 2. Number 1 versus number 10 in Benjamin and Kroll. Then, let's go to the Valley. The other matchup of unbeaten, 7 o'clock tomorrow night at Bobby Lackey Stadium in Westlaco as the San Benito Greyhounds take on the Westlaco Panthers for the District 32-6-8 crown, and it's a chance for an undefeated regular season. San Benito's last undefeated regular season was in 2017. Pickle, do you know the last time Westlaco had an undefeated regular season? I do not. 1991. Wow. So it would be a huge move here for Roy Stroman's bunch who we had on the uh, on the program a couple weeks ago if they were to get this. What I love about this game is that these two teams look like they're looking in a mirror. Both teams are built exactly the same. They want to play great defense and they have a bell cow running back. For San Benito, it's Fabian Garcia. He's got 1,300 yards, 17 touchdowns on the year. And for uh, the Westlaco, we talked with uh, Coach Stroman about this a couple weeks ago, Elias Rodriguez Jr. Almost 10 yards a carry, 19 touchdowns on the year. He has been a stud. Who is able to come up with both one or two plays to put their team over the top. This is going to be, I think, a really fun, physical, old-school matchup down there. Weslico and San Benito. Last, but certainly, certainly not least... Let's go to the big country. Top 10 matchup in 4A Division 1 as the Stephenville Yellow Jackets welcome in the number 10 ranked Waco La Vega Pirates for a, a at least a, it's at least a positioning game and for La Vega I believe they can still clinch a, a share of the district championship and depending on how things break they could uh, well China Springs idle so they could force a three-way tie if they were to beat Stephenville and then who knows what the tiebreakers are this is a La Vega team that we had some we had some concerns about early especially they lose to Waco Connolly and then they lose to Midlothian Heritage they were one and two but they have really they've really very quietly gotten their wheels back on and I think one of the things that you got to give credit to uh, to that coaching staff for is that they have really figured out exactly who they are offensively and I think that's a huge credit to what they've been able to do. Specifically, they have found an answer at the quarterback spot. I, I think or they, they've run the ball. They've run the ball very well with Bryson Roland. They've given him the ball a lot, and they have found an answer at the quarterback spot. The defense leaves a little bit to be desired, and that's a real question going up against Tate Maruska uh, and and uh, Ryan Gafford and this outstanding uh, offense for Stephenville. Plus, the Stephenville defense has been excellent as well. Fascinating matchup, and for Stephenville, they can clinch an outright district championship. For La Vega, they can they can force a three-way tie if they get this win so a huge game down there in that district so keep an eye on that one la vega and stephenville of course you can catch whip around coverage of the biggest games across the state of texas live free everywhere 7 30 p.m tomorrow night on texanlive.com dave campbell's texas football tonight it's going on tomorrow night friday night uh dave campbell's texas football tonight it is a uh it's a good show, and it's the regular season finale. So make sure it's you tune in. It's a heckin' good time. It's a heckin' good time. I don't love you cursing, but that's okay. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we'll talk with Coach Bill Elliott of the Salina Bobcats heading into their regular season finale against Frisco Panther Creek. Uh, but, but Pickle, there's a big 
pedigree disparity between Salina and Frisco Panther Creek. You know what doesn't have a pedigree disparity? Mm-hmm. These ads. These ads. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. There's a ton of huge games in the final week of the regular season uh, in the Texas high school football world. One of them is for the District 7-4A Division I crown. Let's go to the hotline, and we're pleased to be joined by the head coach of the Salina Bobcats, Coach Bill Elliott. Coach, how are you? I'm great, man. How are y'all? I'm doing excellent. How are things in Salina? Great. Beautiful day. Great day for football. Absolutely. It is a great day for football as you guys uh, take on Frisco Panther Creek tonight. Um I want to ask you about the growth of this team. This is a program that I know in the early going, um, there was some concern, not concern, that's too strong. There was, there were, you needed some young guys to step up. Let's put it that way. Yes. Um, yeah, it's all, you know, it's always that way. Every year when you start out, you know, and I think every, it's, you know, about 31 seasons in Salina, you know, every year we get through the year and everybody looks around, the whole community looks around and goes, oh my gosh, he's going to take so-and-so's place, you know, and it's, that's what's been so great about Salina, I think, over the years, the tradition, the legacy here is somebody steps up, you know, we've had two, two young running backs who've really stepped up and done an excellent job and, uh, very proud of both those guys and Logan Gutierrez and uh, Harrison uh, Williams and just the the outstanding uh, regular season they've had so far. You know, you mentioned that, and it is it's so remarkable, even from the outsider's perspective. Is like you look up and then there's two guys you've never heard of who are suddenly <laughs> like playing like all state guys. Is is that just now? Is that the expectation there in Salina that like yeah we've got some questions, but we know that the pedigree and the history of this program shows that we're going to figure it out. 
you know, yeah, I mean, it is, it is, and it isn't, you know, because as a coach, you always worry, you know, and I guess I've been here for so long and I've seen that happen so many times. Uh, you know, a lot of our younger coaches haven't, you know, seen that so much. And so they're all, you know, in panic mode last spring and during the summer. And, and a lot of our townspeople are, but you know, that's when you, when you're in a program that's so rich in tradition and so rich in legacy, that's been able to be consistent, you know, not just have a good year every now and then, but be consistent year in and year out. Uh, to be relevant, you kind of understand that that's what's going to take place. And the kids understand that. They understand that expectation. There's a lot of expectation on them in Salina. You know, not just in everything that, that Salina does. You know, we just won state and band last night, you know, down in San Antonio. Our band, you know, they, they repeated us two in a row for them. And then our girls are going to state Saturday and cross country. It's just an expectation in Salina that you're supposed to compete at a very high level of whatever you're doing. And so that's what makes it a great place to coach. I mean, it's pressure, but it's also I would hate to be in any place that didn't have that pressure. Uh, Bill Elliott, head coach of this line of Bobcats, joining us here. I want to go back, Coach, to uh, uh, – boy, it's now two months ago – against Anna. Uh, And that's a team that had uh, bedeviled you guys last year. (laughs) Uh, And you guys play an an instant classic with them uh, and get a four-overtime win, 42-40. to What did that win do for you guys right as you guys were entering district play? You know, I think it was a huge catalyst for us. You know, it's just – it was uh, – you know, our kids were looking forward to that game. They've been looking forward to it last year with them beating us twice last year, you know, once in preseason and once in the playoffs. And, you know, and especially because the, the history of Anna and Salina and playing for so many years, and it has been 50 years since, like, Anna had beat us, you know. And so, uh, you know, that was just something that weighed heavy on our kids, I think, and all our community even. And so to get that game when it came up was just such a – it was one thing they got a bear off their back, I think, you know, because they felt like, you know, that had kind of weighed on them since last year. And it just was a catalyst to push us on into district and then on in hopefully to the playoffs and, and just the, the route that we're on right now. Uh, you know, for all the, the talk about the offense that, that we've had, you know, the, when I think of Salina football, I think about defense and I think about yes, you know, an aggressive, uh, you know, style of defense, a hard hitting, mm-hmm. a, a defense you don't feel particularly good about uh, after you play them the next day. Um, the, and I, I, I hate to ask you to compare. But when you take a look yeah. at this year's defense, what what has you excited about this year's particular defense? You know, I tell you, that was one of the areas that, as a coaching staff, we were concerned about coming in was our defense, and just because we lost several guys last year off our defense, deep couple of defensive linemen that were really good, we lost some secondary guys. There was there was a lot of areas that we really had to step up in there, and you know, and that's you know, our offense kind of at first kind of had to do some things in some games to to win games, you know, to help the defense out a little bit. And that's that, that's what we want to be is we want to be a balanced team, a complementary team that complements each other. And our defense has grown so much through this year. They've gotten better and better. And, it's you know, we go one-on-ones, you know, quite a bit in practice at times, and, and we do like a tempo session or two-minute session against the, the first defense. And they were running defense against us yesterday, and our OC standing beside me behind our offense because I still coach our offensive line over there. And, and he looked, and he's in a quarterback, you know, and he, he played quarterback in high school and college, and he's looking over and he goes, that's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he knows our defense because he grew up here and he played in our defense too. And you know, so he knows what it's like. But to sit over there as a quarterback and you see what they're doing, and it's like he said, it's miserable as a quarterback. You know, and it, it's tough. And so, you know, excited about them and how they've developed. And Coach Ford, Coach Sharrock, uh, you know, have done a great job with that defense and helping them develop 
and those players have really grown up and just excited about the way they play. And they do. They're very. It's very intense. You know, a very uh, attack defense, and that's what we want to do on both sides of the ball. Uh, it's going down uh, tonight as the Frisco Panther uh, Creek Panthers uh, take on the Salina Bobcats for a district championship uh, there at Kirkendall, uh, Kirkendall Stadium. Uh, Coach, uh, this is a this is a darn good Panther Creek ball club. Uh, I don't want to ask yes. you to give away your game plan, but uh, <laughs> but what are you guys going to be up against tonight? You know, they're very talented. They've got some great skill kids. You know, they've got a couple receivers. Uh, quarterback's very talented, the Braxton kid. I mean, he's – you know, that's the thing. It's the same team pretty much we played last year, but he, you know, he's a new addition. The Braxton kid is a quarterback. Uh, but, you know, number 11, the receiver, man, he is very, very talented. The running back's talented, big kid. Uh, you know, and Coach Surratt does a great job. I've known him for a long time. He actually lives in Slida, you know, so it's – but, I mean, he coached at Lone Star, then at Princeton, and, and then going back over to Frisco to Panther Creek. And he, he's a great, great person does a great job with the kids and so you know he'll have them them ready to play and have them coached up really well they'll have some good schemes uh you know we just got to go play salina football when it comes down to it you know we've got to be very physical uh we've got to be very fast in everything we do and, and take that fight to them and attack them uh with the kind of physical football that we play uh, and finally coach and this is for for me and me personally um you are in uh, exceptional shape you are one of, you are one of the most fit coaches out there can you tell I'll do you I'll, we'll turn off the cameras it's fine can you just tell me your secret man it's just you know I think I think it's living right I think you know it's, it's just my life the way I live I think it just you know it's become such a habit for me working out a mm-hmm. uh, long long time ago when I was a young coach coming out of college of course I weighed 300 pounds coming out of college and just knowing that I needed to lose that weight and not carry that weight around with me to be healthy for my little boys that I had at that time and my wife and just to be able to carry on, you know, and really got to getting into working out. And, and of course, it's easy as a coach to work out because you're, you're in a weight room every day. Mm-hmm. You're here. Mm-hmm. And some of my older players back then, a kid named Jamie Blatnick, of course, who went on to play at OSU and, uh, and then went to the NFL for a few years. And, you know, he's a straight coach at OSU now. He and I started working out together at 5 o'clock in the morning way back, you know, and that, that kind of spawned a lot of other kids to come. And I was working out with them. We were in the weight room together, and it just kind of grew from there. And I've just kind of maintained that habit, you know, every morning. I'm here. I get here at 3.30 every morning. I'm here early, and I'm working, and I'm in that weight room getting after it, you know, and then we get ready for workouts. We work out at 6. And I've got a bunch of my young coaches that are doing the same thing now, so they're following that in, the, in that same track. And, you know, my two boys work for us now, and they're in the weight room every morning working out. So it's turned into kind of a thing that we all do together we're in there you know getting that workout in you know knowing what it does for us as an example for our kids you know because our kids see us and they know hey coach works out like that we can too you know so uh i appreciate you noticing me man thanks <laughs> hey whatever you're doing keep it up he's he's we'll try he's Elliott, he's that i'm of... old dude i'm getting old it's getting harder and harder i promise you but i'm gonna keep it up it's bill elliott the head coach of the salina bobcats coach appreciate your time best of luck tonight yes, sir Thank you, man. Appreciate all you do for us, man. Y'all have a great day. Absolutely. Bye-bye. There he goes. <laughs> Bill Elliott. Appreciate you noticing. Coach, how could I not notice? That dude's he's jacked. Oh yeah, he's huge. He's jacked. Three thirty. I mean he was I mean He had me at five AM. I'm I'm all about that. Five AM. I, I, my I, alarm I do, goes off at five. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say my mine Mallory's we we're always going five. But three and getting there at three thirty. Right, that's what? at least waking up at three. All right. I'll just say it. Bill Elliott, he's got that dog in him. He, he's got like, and it's not Steps' little uh, weenie dog dog in him. Like that, <laughs> that guy's got a pit bull in him. And he's got that dog in him. We appreciate Bill Elliott. Huge game tonight against Panther Creek.
We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Pickle, can I tell you about our friends at TexDot? Of course. The TexDot Roadshow is rolling in to uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Bowl, rather. is proud to partner with Dot this season to roll the Dot Roadshow into some of the biggest Texas high school football games across the state. Be sure to look for the Dot Roadshow at the game where fans can participate in VR experiences, interactive video screens, quizzes, giveaways, and much more. Dot reminds fans to be careful on the road and follow the speed limits. Slow down when there's heavy traffic, road construction, or bad weather. And always buckle up. This week... Friday night, they're going to be in Andrews for the big game between the Big Spring uh, Steers and the uh, Andrews Mustangs. Uh, a critical game for playoff seeding in District 2, 4A, Division 1. Winner will be the third seed. Loser will have to play a district champion in week in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, so huge game here. Uh, I've got my eye on both running backs here. Jay Sean DuBose, the super sophomore running back there for Andrews, going up against Cavian Ford, the running back for Big Spring. Should be a fascinating game there at the Mustang Bowl in Andrews. And be sure to go swing by the Text.Road Roadshow to see what they've got cooking over there. And now... A word from our friends. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with the North Texas Honda Dealers to honor community helpers from across North Texas. Texas is fortunate to have so many great individuals that give back to their community in so many different ways. Thanks to the support of the helpful North Texas Honda Dealers, we have an opportunity to shine a light on a few very deserving individuals. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Helpful Honda Community Helper Award, and thank you for being helpful in your community. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Takis is the presenting sponsor of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award, spotlighting influential kids looking to pursue a career focused on the social, environmental, and economic well-being of our future. Be sure to check out this week's Spotlight Game of the Week, where we'll be spotlighting two Sustainability Champions Award winners. Thank you to Takis for your support of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Pickle, it's the final week of the Texas high school football regular season, uh, and there are massive games all across the state. Uh, we put together the picks video, and normally I'll just I'll give, pull back the curtain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Normally the picks video, the big spotlight game, the game we do off the top, we try to make it the biggest game in the state. Mm-hmm. The week 11 one, maybe a little bit different. Here it is, my predictions for week 11 of the Texas high school football season here on Texas Football Today. It's the final week of the Texas high school football regular season, and for a lot of teams across the state, it's all on the line. These are the picks. Welcome into the picks, your guide to the Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and it's, it's hard to believe we're here, right? The final week of the 2023 Texas high school football regular season. The playoffs start next week. You can find everything you need at texasfootball.com slash playoff. Brackets, pairings, predictions, everything. But still one more week to go and a lot to decide. Plenty of teams have already locked things up, right? Teams that have won their district championship week 11, you know, we'll see what happens. Others, it all comes down to this. Others, they're deciding their fate and whether or not they're going to be playing next week or blowing up basketballs. 
that is the true beauty of week 11 of the Texas high school football season. We get to unwrap the present of the brackets on this weekend, but first we've got a lot to decide. There's huge games everywhere you look. We start in the panhandle. 7 o'clock Friday night at Antelope Stadium in Abernathy. It is a critical 3A showdown as the Coahoma Bulldogs visit the Abernathy Antelopes. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, a matter of pace. This is one of those games where you could take the final score, strip away the teams, and I could tell you who won based on how many points are scored because these are two teams that want to play in a different style. For Coahoma, they want to get up and down. They want this game to get into the 30s or the 40s. Quarterback Boyd Cox has been very good. They've got a big-time running back in Jaden Vineyard. They're going to want to keep this ball rolling and keep the score up, up, up. They're going up against an Abernathy team that wants to win with defense and relatively low scoring. They want to keep this game in the 20s thanks to their linebacker Jackson Hole. I think this game ultimately comes down to pace. Who sets the pace in this game? If this is up, if this is going, 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 if this is a shootout, Coleman's got a huge advantage. But if Abernathy can slow this thing down, I think they've got an advantage. So, who sets the pace in this game. Key number two, Ana Rolando. Let's talk about one of the stars of this Abernathy team and it's running back Rolando Martinez who has hit another gear recently. A couple weeks back when Abernathy upset state-ranked Littlefield, it was because of Martinez who had an unbelievable game, five touchdowns on the ground, well over 200 yards. He has been a revelation for this running attack for Abernathy, which has been a little bit inconsistent this year, but lately he's been very good. It's going to be up to this Coahoma defense, led by Nick Tuttle to find a way to slow down Martinez and company. So, will Rolando Martinez continue to keep rolling or the Coahoma defense have an answer? In camera three, under pressure. Why am I spotlighting this game? I mean, these two teams are combined nine and nine on the season. Certainly there's state ranked matchups across the state of Texas that I could be spending my time talking about in this big segment, right? Well, this game is particularly interesting because of the implications that it has for the playoffs. You see, District 4-3A Division Two is a mess. All right, you've got Idaloo at the top. They've already clinched the district championship. They're cruising, feeling pretty good going into this week. But then you've got four teams all playing one another, all at two and two in district, all of whom control their own destiny. This is one of those games. Littlefield and Lubbock Roosevelt will play in the other one, but Abernathy and Coahoma are in a win and end situation. The winner of this game is going to the playoffs. Now, there is a situation for each of these teams, depending on how the other game goes, that they could get in with a loss, but make no mistake, these coaches are not talking about that. They're talking about going out there, controlling your own destiny, getting the win. You don't want to limp into the playoffs. That's what's so important about this game and what's so fascinating because with those implications comes a lot of pressure. The playoffs are coming early to Abernathy America and Coahoma and Abernathy are playing for their chance to survive and advance. So, who handles the pressure better? Who am I picking? I'm going with Abernathy. The Antelopes get the nod here at home because of their defense. As you get later in the season, I start to trust teams with defense more. That's where Abernathy has the advantage, led by linebacker Jackson Hole. Furthermore, I think that running game with Rolando Martinez is really starting to come on at the right time. Now, 
I do think that there's a clear path for Kohoma, and it is to get this game into a shootout. I do not think that Abernathy can keep up offensively if this game gets up into the 30s. So for Boyd Cox and I think Austin Perkins on the outside, a real X factor in this game, hit some big plays early and make Abernathy chase. They are not built for that. But in the end, I like the Abernathy Antelopes at home to clinch a playoff spot. Give me the Antelopes. Let's go to the DFW Metroplex, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Coach Kenny Deal Stadium in Melissa. It is a state-ranked matchup for the District 7-5A Division II crown as the Melissa Cardinals welcome in the Lovejoy Leopards. This is a really interesting situation that we run into every once in a while, where you've got two teams that are, in my opinion, a lot better than the other teams in their district, but they play late in the year, and as a result... You kind of go two months without thinking about them. <laughs> That's kind of what's happened here with Lovejoy and Melissa. You know, Melissa ran through their first two opponents and looked every bit the part of a state championship contender. They've just kind of been doing that same thing. Running back Nathan odojokin has been great. Uh, quarterback Trevor Ham, defensive lineman Nigel Smith, big-time wide receiver Carson Maynard. Carson Maynard, this team is loaded, and they look like the number one team in the state. Lovejoy lost uh, early in the season. And then they kind of went through district play, and they've kind of been rolling. And I love what this offense has really become. Quarterback Alexander Franklin has been outstanding, and I still think they have one of the best receiving cores in the state, led by Dalen McCutcheon and Jalen Lott. What's fascinating about this game is which team can wake up from for their first big game in months. Right? It's been about six weeks since either of these teams have really been challenged, but suddenly a huge challenge is showing up on the doorstep for a district championship right before the playoffs. Who wakes up in time? I think Melissa at home is, is the, the favorite here. I love the balance they have offensively, and I think their defense comes up with a couple of big plays. Give me the Cardinals. Let's go to the Woods, 7 o'clock Friday night at Eakin Stadium in Timpson. It is a state-ranked matchup of unbeatens as the Timpson Bears welcome in the Garrison Bulldogs. And a district title hangs in the balance here for the number one team in the state, hoping to avoid an upset at the hands of a very good Garrison ball club. I like this Garrison team a lot, and it feels like this is their moment. The running game is what you need to know about them. They have this two-headed monster in the backfield with Amarian Raspberry and Javian Black. It's averaging like 260 yards and almost four touchdowns per game between them. They are outstanding, and they have a clear idea of what they want to do with this game. They want to lean on their outstanding defense, which has been so good all year long, and grind out long drives and keep this Timpson offense on the sideline because we know what Timpson's about, right? They've got the reigning Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year in Terry Bussey, but they've also got a number of other playmakers like Amari Bruton and J.J. Garner. Their balance is what makes them really scary. I like Timpson in this one. Gary Harrison is undefeated, but I'm not sure they've seen the team the caliber of Timpson this year. And that's what I think is the difference. I think being at home helps as well. I think the Bears finish off an undefeated season. And let's go to the Valley, 7 o'clock Friday night at Bobby Lackey Stadium in Westlaco. It's a matchup of unbeatens for the district, 32-6A crown, as the San Benito Greyhounds visit the Westlaco Panthers. Uh, only one of two matchups of unbeatens across the state. Garrison Timpson, one of them. This one is the other one down there in the RGV, and this is a fascinating matchup because these two teams are kind of looking in the mirror. Y you say that the bell cow running back has gone the way of the dodo, but I do not think that is the case down here with these two teams. 
You know, San Benito's got an unbelievable running back themselves in Fabian Garcia. He has been outstanding. Weslico's got a great running back in Elias Rodriguez Jr., both of whom are absolute bell cow backs. They're going to hand the ball off to them 25 times, 30 times in this game, and let them grind it out. That plays into their defense as well, which is hard-nosed and sturdy. That's what's fascinating about this game, is that these two teams are really looking in the mirror who matches up better. I like San Benito for a couple of reasons. One, they've won the last four against Westlaco, so history is on their side. The other thing is I think quarterback Aaron Corona is an X factor. I think his ability to give them a little bit of balance puts the Greyhounds over the top. Give me San Benito. But those are far from the only big games in the final week of the Texas high school football regular season. Let's get to the lightning round. Port Arthur Memorial bounces back with a win over Kingwood Park. Sonora polishes off a perfect regular season with a win over Forsan. And give me Pottsboro to take down Mount Vernon. Midland takes down Odessa Permian. I like Mason over Harper. And give me Willis to stay hot with a win over Conroe Oak Ridge. I like Sherilyn Pioneer over PSJA Memorial. Windthorse keeps it rolling with a win over Electra. And another state-ranked matchup out east. I like Kilgore over Chapel Hill. I'm going with Anna over Sulphur Springs. Munster gets by Celeste, and Iowa Colony wins their first district championship with a win over Needville. Give me Salina over Frisco Panther Creek. I like San Antonio Piper just barely over Liberty Hill. And way out west, I like El Paso Riverside over El Paso Bowie. In the Panhandle, I like Wellington over Clarendon. In Central Texas, I like Dawson over Wortham. And down in the Golden Triangle, I like Silsby over Jasper. Hallettsville edges out Yoakum. La Villa takes down Freer. And down in the Houston area, I like Atascacita over Summer Creek. I'm going Johnson City over Stockdale. Give me Bridgeland in a close one over Cy Springs. And up in DFW, I'm going with Prosper over McKinney. Dangerfield and Harmony have quite a history lately. I think Dangerfield gets the win this time. Give me Panhandle to take down Farwell. And I'm going with Love Lady over Deweyville. I like Agua Dulce over Bruni. Give me Marlin to take down Valley Mills. And huge week in San Antonio. I like Brennan over Jay. Big rivalry matchup in DFW. I like Euless Trinity over LD Bell. Give me Belton in a close one over Waco University. And how about Stephenville over Waco La Vega? I think Tenaha knocks Overton from the ranks of the Unbeatens. Give me Dalhart over Muleshoe. And San Antonio Wagner beats New Braunfels Canyon. I like Franklin over Little River Academy. Bowling takes down Wallace Brazos. And another huge game in the Rio Grande Valley. I like McAllen over McAllen Memorial. On the coast, I like Refurio over Ganado. In Laredo, I like United over Alexander. And in San Antonio, I like Harlan over Taft. I think Midlothian gets an upset win over Red Oak. In Abilene, I like Wiley over Cooper. And give me Sitton to take down Ingleside. I like El Paso Del Valle over El Paso Bel Air. And Montgomery Lake Creek finishes perfect with a win over Brenham. Forney edges out Tyler, and in our six-man game of the week, it's a good one. I like Benjamin over Kroll. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of the 2023 Texas High School football playoffs. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the final week of the regular season. We'll see you. There it is, the picks, my high school football predictions for week 11. Of course, as always, I guarantee I got at least one of those right, and I guarantee that I made at least one coach mad. Or, no, that's not true. Claude Matthews was mad. Claude Matthews was thrilled I picked against yeah, DeSoto. Yeah, I was going to say. So that's not true. I apologize. I, I retract that. Um, Very was, well edited. Yes, sir. 
fantastic editing job on that. Great job, Mallory Hartley, our chief editor on the picks. I edited them. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You pulled a. Uh, you're you're slumming it with us. You know, you come down from our your corner office to. <laughs> my, <laughs> I'm sorry. My cubicle. <laughs> anyway, it did feel weird being back. Didn't like it. You can find that on YouTube. So go check that out. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts coming up at two o'clock today. Women talking football. WTF? We're breaking down Beast Texas and the Piney Woods. We're lumping them together so that way people can't get mad at us. Cool. Uh, really, it's just because we ran out of weeks. But that felt like you a natural a, lump guess? together. Uh, we sure do. It it is, let me make sure I get her name right, uh, Serenity Douglas, the sports reporter from CBS 19. Red. So excited about that. We'll be announcing the uh, spotlight games on Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight as well. Yep. So check that out, WTF, tonight. Today, <laughs> 2 o'clock. I don't know. <laughs> There's no time. It's uh, WTF can happen at any point in time, but specifically I, today is WTF is more of a vibe than yeah. it is an event. Trust me. It is an, if you like vibes, it's an entire vibes-based podcast. <laughs> so uh, make sure you check that out today. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Salina Head Coach... Bill Elliott for being our guest. Oh, by oh, the way, yeah. you bad shame. Me? What? You missed a birthday today. Whose birthday say? Someone in your family. Amanda Tepper. Today is Amanda's birthday. I'm assuming because Matt Tepper said you missed your sister-in-law's birthday, so that would equate to that. Today is Amanda's birthday. Happy birthday, Amanda. I'm sorry. I didn't get a ton of sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Amanda. Love you. <laughs> Uh, thanks to Bill Elliott for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.